Let's start the show by talking about my sponsor, Paloma Verde, and their new website, PalomaVerdeCBD.com. Head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and check them out for all of your CBD needs. They've got the gummies, tinctures, the salves. So if you're needing anything to maybe chill you out, something to help you get mellowed out, something for your joint pain and stiffness, go over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and give them a check out. Carlos and Vanessa are awesome people. They run a great company. And if you enter the promo code FACTS at checkout, you'll get 25% off your order. Plus, any order over $75, you get free shipping. So, I don't know what you're waiting for. Head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and check them out. Let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This Podcast. Check this podcast and let's find out how much YouTube really hates anything that has to do with the uh, talk of vaccines or COVID. <clears throat> so something that I've been looking at that's been coming around uh, lately in the news and is an interesting topic because it's stuff that a lot of us have been talking about for quite a while, but the mainstream media is finally starting to catch on is the ineffectiveness of the lockdowns and all of the measures that were taken against COVID uh, back in 2020, as well as the apparent ineffectiveness of the vaccines and of Paxlovid and the, I don't want to say unforeseen consequences of all of that stuff, because there were a lot of us who were saying these things are going to have negative consequences down the road. And a lot of that we're seeing. So it wasn't unforeseen, but it was uh, not projected by the corporate press and the mainstream narrative that was going on at the time. So let's take a look at some of this stuff. And, and it's number one, I don't have the article pulled up. I, I was glancing at it earlier on my phone and I forgot to uh, transfer it over to to my desktop for for the purposes of this recording. The Paxlovid miracle drug that was supposed to be like the the COVID cure and going to change the change the game completely. Well, it's had its share of ups and downs, both in the testing process as well as since it's been uh, given authorization by the FDA and. being proven to be completely ineffective, especially for people in the 40 to 65 age range. It's also been proven to be extremely ineffective for anybody who is vaccinated. It also has proven itself to run a significant risk of rebound COVID, uh, which I think I've talked about this before, where patients are getting sick, they're diagnosed with COVID, they start a treatment of Paxlovid at around the three to five day mark of taking Paxlovid. Uh, they, their symptoms are gone and they test negative for COVID. Uh, somewhere around the nine to 11 day mark, COVID comes back. They get rebound COVID and it's infinitely worse than the that first initial round of COVID was. And 
the Paxlova doesn't do anything for it on that second go around. Like you just have to stick it out and, and get over it. So there are studies that are showing that this stuff is largely ineffective. Now what we're also seeing, and this I do have the stuff pulled up where I can where I can share it. What we're also seeing is a number of uh, different reports coming out. So this one on SADS. Uh, no, here we go. We have this one on, uh, this is in Alberta, Canada. Deaths with unknown causes are now Alberta's top killer in the province. The really, the really interesting part about this is, that, like, you can see all the other, the other top ten causes of death in twenty twenty one: dementia, COVID, chronic heart disease, uh, bronchitis, or like problems with the lungs. Acute myocardial infarction. Not sure what that is. I'm not a doctor, so forgive me. Uh, Obstructive pulmonary disease, diabetes, stroke, accidental poisoning, and exposure to drugs and other substances. This ill-defined or unknown cause taking the top spot by quite a bit is something that should be concerning because either it means they really don't know what's killing people or they don't want to know. And you're seeing a similar thing happening over across the pond. Britain sees surge in unexplained deaths as lockdown effects may be killing more than the pandemic. The figure shows that around a thousand more people than usual are currently dying every single week conditions other than the virus and this is something that's been going on also for most of 2021 and pushing on here into 2022 is uh, death rates are climbing and it's not because of covid and it's uh excess death rates are going up in in all age groups like, and it's not COVID. Like that's that's the thing. It and, and you started seeing it in in 2020, where towards the end of 2020, as lockdowns kind of drug on, there were excess death rates from suicides and drug overdoses, which is something that like smart people who know how mental illness and and that kind of, and addiction and that kind of stuff works. I were saying early on, I know I was talking about it pretty extensively in April of 2020, that if you continue these lockdowns and you keep people isolated, the people who have mental illness, the people who have drug dependencies or, or are recovering addicts, they're going to have relapses. They're going to have like severe psychotic breaks. They're going to have severe depression and, and anxiety and all of this stuff that comes from continuing to keep them away from the, the routine and the structure that gives them the support that they need to not 
have this be a problem. Like you're going to see, you're you're going to uh, by dragging out lockdowns and doing this sort of thing, you're literally going to kill these people, and that's what happened. You saw it throughout the latter half of 2020, on into 2021, and and now you're also seeing a ton of other excess deaths that are unexplained that don't have a a good explanation that don't that can't be defined and there's the only thing that's really changed is they started pushing the shot and i'm not saying that the shot is killing people but it's the it's the main thing that changed from 2019 to 2021, 2022. Then you have this SADS. This is a spotlight on SADS, the sudden illness killing young people. It's called Sudden Adult Death Syndrome or Southern Arithmetic Death Syndrome. It's where uh, people under 40 are just mysteriously dying of heart failure. Like their heart hearts are just stopping. Like, and, and they're coming back and they're trying to like post-mortem say that all of these cases were just undiagnosed heart problems, that, that all of these people had some sort of a heart condition and it just had never been diagnosed. And so there's just suddenly dying. And it's okay. Okay. Let's take that at face value. Let's just say every single one of these cases is legitimate. They had a heart condition and didn't know it. Why? Are they all suddenly starting to drop dead? Why is this on such a rise? Why is this becoming such an epidemic? What's been introduced to all of these people that's causing these formerly undiagnosed and not problematic heart conditions to now be a thing. I mean, there's a common strand or there's a common thread through all of these. It's, there are constant more and more and more cases of vaccine injury being reported. And that's not just in the U.S. That's across the world. And all the while, the CDC is now saying that unvaccinated people and vaccinated people should not be viewed any differently. The CDC is loosening most, if not all, of the, their guidelines. Most companies are going away from any type of a COVID policy and 
and just going back to the normal sick policy. Uh, CDC has suggested that if you're not sick or symptomatic, you shouldn't be getting tested. This is what some of us were saying all along. If you're not sick, you shouldn't be tested because you're not fucking sick. If you're not sick, you're not sick. There's no such thing as asymptomatic spread. That's been proven multiple times, over and over again. And anybody that said it was some sort of a conspiracy theorist, anti-vax quack job. And here we are, two years later. And the CDC is finally starting to align with what all of us wackadoos were talking about in June, July of 2020. It's fucking disgusting, is what it is. And this is just like the tip of the iceberg. Like the lies just start with this. I don't understand how people can like skate through life and look at all the crazy shit that comes out of the media, that comes out of the government, especially these governmental bodies like the CDC, like the FDA. I, I mean, the FDA is bought and paid for. The FDA would not approve the COVID vaccine boosters. And prominent members of that board resigned and then they gave it approval. Prominent members who would not vote to approve the boosters resigned because they, they could see what direction it was going. It was all about the money. It was all about making sure to pad Pfizer's pockets. I heard an ad on the radio the other day that talked about if you have COVID, be sure to Ask your doctor about the only FDA-approved COVID treatment, Paxlovid. And then at the end, it's like proudly sponsored by Pfizer. Yeah, no shit. Could have told you that. <clears throat> no, no, that's what it was. They didn't actually say the word Paxlovid. They just said, be sure to ask your doctor about the only FDA-approved COVID treatment. Sponsored by Pfizer. So that's they're talking about Paxlovid. Obviously. It's just fucking nuts. And what what really gets me is like there's all this talk about and I've said this too many times probably, but there's all this talk about like the, the different lobbies and stuff and and the pharmaceutical lobby spends more money hand over fist than any other lobby. That they legitimately run shit. You see it with everything. Everything. And just to bring in a little bit of conspiracy nonsense. Just a little bit. There's been all this talk about how in, I believe it was 2001, 2004, somewhere in that neighborhood, when SARS-CoV-1 was discovered, that that's when the pharmaceutical companies started working on the vaccine that has now become the COVID-19 vaccine. 
Well, number one, anybody who makes that argument clearly didn't go look at any of the research that came out of any of those uh, trials and the studies that they did. Otherwise, you'd know about the cats and the ferrets and and all the the different all the different vaccine trials that resulted in just dozens upon dozens of dead animals. Uh, but for another thing, there have been other diseases. There have been other things that have happened over the last 20 years. Why is that? Why is that specific one? SARS-CoV virus. That's the one that they chose to try out all of these experimental mRNA vaccines on. Like, it's not like there haven't been other diseases. It's not like there haven't been other things that they could be testing vaccines on for, for this. Like, that's the specific one. It's the SARS-CoV, whatever. And then it just happens to run roughshod over the planet. And what's looking to be pretty apparent as a lab leak from a lab that the NIH and Fauci knew about, were funding, had involvement with. Man. And nobody's going to go to jail for this. Nobody. Is going to be hung by their fucking toes and beat with canes? Fucking shame. Fauci's going to ride off into the sunset, take his fucking retirement, his $500,000 a year pension, and never have to answer for a goddamn thing he's done in his entire career that has been marred with fucking oversight. You should be outraged. You should be outraged. I know I fucking pathetic. Hope everybody has a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week, and I will be back on Monday. Hopefully with a actually I think with a slightly more positive and upbeat topic. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about fun shit on Monday. But in the meantime, mull this over and, uh, I don't know, consider burning down your local CDC. You know, if you're feeling froggy. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs>